You're listening to Road Bike Action Radio, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. Neil Shirley's on the line. Neil, we've still got about two feet of snow in the yard. It's definitely melting away. How was sea otter? Sea otter was was a very good four days, and I can't say that we had any any snow or rain. It was it was upper seventies into the eighties yesterday. You know, finished up on Sunday, and it was the warmest day of the week. We, you know, it's probably mid eighties, and everyone was leaving there with sunburns. Oh, that just sounds amazing! And had, did you leave with an e mountain bike? <laughs> I left. Uh, I left my you know specialized uh, e mountain bike there with them. Um, no, just came came home with uh, a couple new a uh, couple new road bikes and gravel bikes, but uh, nothing with motors. Now, what were some things that you saw that really stood out to you at uh, Sea Otter? Well, there's, you know, the Sea Otter is a really great place to kind of spot some trends before you, before they go off, before you get to Eurobike or Interbike. Um, and the bikes are going to already ready for the, the following year's product line. So, so there's a lot of, there's trends and, and the biggest thing is about on par with what we saw last year. So every, pretty much every company has, has a new gravel or adventure bike. And, and now it's, it's not really, you know, the first one they've created. It's the second or even third generation of of gravel bikes um Jameis was showing off their new renegade which is improved um open which is a newer newer brand um from gerard vrooman who was a co-founder of cervello bikes he you know he had hit you know he was even there um at the at sea otter they had about half a dozen demo bikes that were coming and going all day every day um so you know, gravel once again is is just really, really blowing up. Now you're saying you went home with a few new bikes. So are we going to see some reviews coming out in Road Bike Action Magazine? Yeah, definitely. We uh, we came home with uh, with an open, and so you'll be seeing a, a review. It, we've already had the opportunity to spend some time on the open. Uh, so you'll see a review of that bike coming up very soon. And that's actually going to be my dirty Kanza bike. Um, so dirty Kanza is a 200 mile gravel race in Kansas. And so I'll be, I'll be doing it on the open with, uh, a few, few hopped up parts on it. And yeah, it's going to be a, a perfect bike for, for an event such as that. Now, if you're doing 200 miles on that one, you must've been really impressed. Yeah, you know, there's, you know, for for a race like Dirty Kansas, there's a few key elements that you need in a bike. You need a lot of tire clearance because you need you need some large tires to help, you know, that extra air volume for 200 miles all off road. You know, it kind of beats you up. You're out there for 12 hours if if basically if you're the winner, all the way up to 20 hours for a lot of people. Um, so the, the open has a lot of tire clearance. You can run 650B wheels or 700C wheels. And, and between those two sizes, you have a lot of different tire options. So very, very versatile bike. Has a third water bottle cage mount on it. 
Um, so you can, you know, you can ride, you know, you don't have to wear camelback or, or do anything like that. You can have, uh, plenty of hydration. And what were some other things that you noticed out there? Uh, not just bikes. So there's, uh, along with the, you know, the trend for, for gravel bikes, there's more excitement around bike packing also. So there was a number of brands like Ortlieb that they've been around for a long time. It's a German brand. They've been making touring bags and, you know, nice waterproof bags. And, and now they've, they've gone into more of the bike packing market where, um, they're hard, kind of, you know, no hardware, no, no racks or anything. Um, so lighter options, you know, handlebar bags, that, you know, bags coming off the seat post. Um, so some new, some new options out there. And then, you know, for the pure roadies, Lake was showing off, uh, a really, really ultra light shoe, um, well under 400 grams, even, you know, with a BOA retention dial, that's the CX, uh, 301. That, that's a 2017 shoe. So it was the first time, um, they had, uh, unveiled it. And so that won't be out till the, you know, later in the year, but for the, for the guys that like to go uphill fast and, you know, our, our total gram counters, um, that's, that's going to be an exciting shoe. And how about you? What event do you have coming up next? Is it Dirty Kanza? Or is it no, Belgian have, Waffle uh, Ride? <laughs> um, I have this Sunday is the Belgian Waffle Ride, which is an event. This will be the fifth year of it. It's down in, down in San Diego, and it's, it's really one of the first events that, that incorporated some rough off-road sections with some crazy, crazy long route, um, a lot of road miles, but just a very, very challenging day. The court is 146 miles, if I'm not mistaken, this year, around 12,000 feet of climbing and about 40 miles of it on dirt. And not just dirt roads, but single tracks. There's, you know, lots of rocks, um, just very, very tough terrain. Um, and it's, I think they're pulling in somewhere around 1200 riders. Now it's just really, it's really grown. Um, each year it's, it's continued to grow as more people realize what they can do on a road bike. Now, any chance you're going to be riding one of the new gravel bikes? No. So for that event, um, you really, uh, a gravel bike with a large gravel tire, you end up, it's great in the dirt, but you end up losing too much time on, on the pavement. And with the majority of the event on the pavement, you really have to find this, this balance in equipment. And what I found, I'll, I'll be on the new Trek Damani, um, which Cancellara rode at, at Flanders. Um, the, the bike was launched there this year. Um, and it, I can run 28 millimeter road tires on there. And, you know, you have to be, you have to be a little more conservative in the dirt and understand the limitations of the equipment you're on. But yet a setup like that is still really efficient when you get on, you get on the road. Well, Neil, getting back to Sea Otter, is that an event you would encourage people to go out to? I mean, it sounds like a blast for spectators. It really is a blast. It's, 
for it's funny i was kind of doing the math and it's my 21st or 20 well the first time i ever went to sea otter was like 21 years ago you know just a 15 year old wide-eyed looking at all the you know all the bikes all the racing um but it's it's really the largest consumer event out there you know you have interbike in las vegas at the end of the year but that's you know that's for the mostly for the industry and you know so sea otters the best of you know kind of the best of that but where consumers can just come out spend the day riding not riding whatever they want to do watching events you know competing in the events and just going around to through the expo there's there's so many booths there um it's it's really you, you can't even see it all in one day. It, it, it's a really large event, and, and definitely, if you're a if you're a cycling fan, it's it's a you know something you need to do. Is there a cost to get in? There is a cost. Um, you can buy you know bracelets to get in. You know, one day, two days, three days, four days, whatever you want to do. Or if you're competing, um, that's you know the entry is, is built into your registration fee. Well, Neil, it's great chatting with you. And I wish you all the best at Belgian Waffle Ride. We'll definitely be checking in with you before and after that event. And uh, also as you prepare for Dirty Kanza. That sounds great. I'll uh, be happy to, to share my tales. Thanks, George. Road Bike Action Radio with Road Bike Action Magazine editor Neil Shirley. In Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.